0: We'd like to welcome you back to part two of our current event and weekly Bible study for April 8th, 2018. And i, I got to just do this. I've got to add more information in uh, where I kind of wish I would have added it on the first report we did. But um, we're going to go back to the subjects that we were covering before about the Internet censorship. But I've got to re-break off and um there's all this information coming out now that's also very confirmatory about what we talked about because this this could be the big one guys i mean this could be the big one they're 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 trying to get us into world war three they've been for a long time uh, this report is just it's brief it's entitled breaking trump to strike to strike syria within 24 hours now i would say trump may strike syria within 24 hours uh you know, I, I, all I could say is is that to pray for him that he does the right thing. If there's any, if there's any, um, I, I don't know how controlled he is at this point. If there's any, um, you know, goodness in him, if if he has any control whatsoever, that he would look at the full picture here, think this through, get get the full story. Obviously, he's either if he is and he knows what he's doing then he's either just pure evil or blackmailed or a combination of both. Okay. Uh, I don't know, but th- this this is very, very important. Like a little report here. Breaking news out of Syria this morning.
1: Dramatic and disturbing images coming out of Syria. We are sadly witnessing another suspected chemical attack in Syria. Forty people were killed, hundreds wounded, and a targeted attack on a hospital.
2: President Trump took to Twitter to respond directly to the attack this morning writing quote many dead including women and children in mindless chemical attack in syria president putin russia and iran are responsible for backing animal assad big price to pay
0: and i would almost guarantee you the lamestream media is not going they're going to be in lockstep with trump on this one because he's he's pushing their agenda they're not going to say a cross word about him and we pat him on the back the whole way i mean the majority of them
3: Hey everybody, my name is Chad Booksam with Alternative Media Television. This is an emergency broadcast. Donald Trump is preparing to strike Syria, probably within the next 24 to 48 hours. Now, there was a supposed chemical attack, but look how everything connected to each other. This is very important because we knew, we knew that Donald Trump was basically building a wartime cabinet. John Bolton, a hawk John Bolton, was not brought on as National Security Advisor for us to pull out of the Middle East, right? Exactly. We know this. So right. supposedly, a chemical chemical attack occurred in a rebel-held town in Syria. It's always in a rebel-held town in Syria. Yes. Rebel-held means ISIS-held. Yes. First of all, to begin right. with,
0: well, That we created, that NATO helped create, that you know, Obama and the Bushes and these types of people helped literally create, fund, arm, train the whole nine yards. Just like they were the ones that made sure the worst of the worst of the of the Muslim worst, the male age fighting men that came in and invaded Germany and into Europe and into Sweden and all that stuff, they made sure that those were the worst of the worst, and that hardly any of them were were actually Christians. They wanted the real Christians or the the Yazidis or whatever to stay behind, get raped, get killed, get beheaded, and have no no um, recourse. And they're going to bring the worst of the worst and invade. Well, they brought a lot of them to America as well, but invade, you know, Canada and um, Europe and uh, Germany and those types of places. So, same people are behind all this.
3: Now, what did Donald Trump say not too long ago? Uh, some of your military advisors are urging you to keep a contingent of
0: U.S. troops in Syria to ensure the defeat of ISIS. This was when he was speaking with the Baltic leaders. And he was at, I mean, it was, this just happened. I mean, Saturday Night Live just did a spoof on this where he was up there with the Baltic leaders. And um, they just did a big spoof on this. And this is how recent this interview, when, when Trump got this question.
2: What is your current thinking on this subject? Do you still want them out? You're inclined to pull the troops
0: out? I want to get out. I want to bring our troops back home. I want to start... He, he wants to bring our, our troops back home from Syria. Rebuilding our nation.
3: Now we know that was just basically to, to soften the blow because he knew he was going... No, I'm
0: not going to say he knew. He, he may genuinely be reacting off of this, these knee-jerk reactions, because he's believing whatever his warhawk buddies are shoving down his throat. It may be partially that. It may be... Partially because he's blackmailed. And maybe partially because he's not the brightest bulb in the knife drawer. Sorry. That's a, you know, like the sharpest knife in the knife drawer. He's the brightest bulb in the socket. Anyway, it's kind of a combo. Punny humor thing. Anyway, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's a combination of all three. Uh, but <laughs> it's, it's some combination of those three. Or, or just an exclusive of, of one of them. But it's more, more than likely a... Somewhat of a combination.
3: To strike Syria, saying we're going to pull our troops home. This is what he stated, which was odd because why would you pick John Bolton? Exactly. And now after the
0: Bashar. But if he was blackmailed to pick him, he could have really genuinely meant that he wants to pull his troops, want to bring our troops home. But he was, he was, you know, blackmailed, and okay, you got to surround yourself with this war cabinet. And he reluctantly, let's say, let's give him the benefit of the doubt, he reluctantly goes along and does it. Now he's got all these people prepossessed around him which are going to feed him their version of the fake news. That's all he's going to get. And they're going to see to that. And evidently,
3: he's either blackmailed, fallen for it, or whatever. Assad government, Russia, and Iran has basically cleared the area. They won. Why would Bashar al-Assad use chemical weapons all exactly. of a sudden? False flag for a Syrian strike by yeah, the U.S. Yeah, that, that is exactly what I reported on before.
0: The, basically, Syria had no reason whatsoever. It was, it was the last thing in the world. The last time I reported on this was the almost identical scenario where like troops were moving out and, and, and all this stuff and Syria had, had won and taken back control and everything was going good. And then all of a sudden some false flag chemical attack comes up again which brings the troops right back in. They can't let this go. The New World Order cannot let Syria go. The exact same thing that happened that I reported on last time, key in Syria, at contendingfortruth.com, and the keyword search box, and you can go over all the studies I've done on this, which are so almost identical to this. It's their same MO, over and over.
3: ...industrial complex. This is what's occurring. Donald Trump is gearing up to strike Syria. We've already seen him strike that area um, in the beginning of his first term. And we all remember the mainstream media, the establishment, they're all applauding for
0: it. Right. They fired 59 missiles at an air base in Syria. Remember that? And that almost got us into World War um, Three.
3: Just like they're going to continue to applaud now. So as Donald Trump stated that he's going to pull out of Syria, what did the deep state and people around him start saying, no, 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 no. And then suddenly this occurs. This false flag attack that was supposedly by Bashar al-Assad's government. This is going to lead to a major...
0: Guaranteed when this happened, he had Bolton coming in and just smashing this this report down on his desk. Look what they did. What are you going to do about it, Trump? You know what I mean? I can just see it.
3: Major incursion into the Middle East. You take out Syria to get to Iran. John Bolton was brought in Donald Trump building a wartime cabinet. This is breaking news. Expect a strike on Syria or even further incursion into Syria within the next 24 to 48 hours. Donald Trump has said that Russia... Iran- he did it
0: before. 59 missiles he fired at that base, you know. And and I, I know, I remember Russia condemned that and, and they, you know, it was like pointless what they did. But it was like he's got to show big and tough he is and how against Russia he is and all this other stuff.
3: And Syria is going to pay a big price. He tweeted this out just a few hours ago. This isn't a game. This isn't a joke. And we've been discussing this and connecting this for a while. We've been saying this is all part of the plan just because it doesn't happen overnight. Right. But look how quick things are going to start stirring up. Look how quick things are going to start escalating. Donald Trump is gearing up to strike Syria now as we speak. He has plans on his table to pick from. We are not going to allow the Bashar al-Assad government to survive. We are not going to allow Russia to win. We are not going to allow Iran. I really pray for for the
0: Bashar al-Assad government and the people over there and the Christians over there. To pray for them, to, to pray that you know God, if it be His will that He intervenes here, um, in this situation,
3: to have major influence in the Middle East. That's why we have our allies, and Jared Kushner helped facilitate this: Saudi Arabia, Israel, and us against Russia, Iran, and the Bashar al-Assad government. On top of the massive escalation in Asia, this is a World War III playing field that we're on right now, and any strike on the Syria can have just unlimited repercussions. Russia will not stand idly by. Look at all the false flags. We had the nerve agent attack. Now that the UK is kind of walking back, that supposedly Russia, used a nerve agent to attack one of their former spies. No evidence was given. Right. Now we have a chemical attack in a rebel held town. It's always in a rebel held town, an ISIS held town. A false flag in order to give a reason for the U.S. military to strike Syria and take out Bashar al-Assad.
0: I mean, yeah, that makes so much sense for Bashar al-Assad as the troops are all being pulled out. R- Russian and, and you're going to hear the next report on that. <laughs> Russian and American, everything's under control. To go into a rebelly held ISIS held still enclave and go there and do, to do a chemical attack against women and children. makes total sense. If you were trying to make sure that the new World order came in and totally annihilated you because you knew that was their agenda and you wanted to give them every excuse to. It makes no sense whatsoever. It's all a stinking lie. Just like all the stuff when it comes to Syria teams seems to be.
3: I'm going to keep updating you guys on the story. Please stay... Okay, so we
0: have that. And here's other headlines. I mean, this, these are just breaking. Um, war in Syria. This could be the end. Stefan Molyneux. Uh, Israeli News Live. Joint Chiefs prepare strike options against Syria. Next one. Uh, World War Three. Putin warns military attack. Warns Trump that military attack would uh, suffer grave consequences. Um, uh, today news, Russia warns strike against, uh, strike, Russia warns against strike in Syria as U.S. calls for response. So there's going to be all these war all these war, you got to, you got to hit them. You got to hit them hard. You got to show them. Are, are you, are you really, are you really who you say you are, Trump? I don't know. I, I mean, if you don't do anything here now, it's going to prove you're in bed with Putin. It's going to prove that you're on their side. If you, if you don't hit Syria and hit them hard right now. And it's, I mean, part of me is just like, almost like. I mean, are they even having, Are, are I mean, are, are you could say, yeah, he's blackmailed. Okay. But maybe some of it is just that he's so afraid of how, of public perception that he's yoked up or good buddies with the Russians, that he's just more than willing to do anything he has to, to show that he's not yoked up with them. I, I don't know. I, I'm speculating, but it just, it just seems like he is so ready. Like all of these things like this poisoning of of this Russian spy and he's kicking out all of their diplomats and I'm like what I mean it's something that happened in like England and he's kicking out our Russian diplomats here in the United States over something that they don't even have any proof about just knee-jerk sophomoric novice reactions I mean the Bible talks about we're not to be novices we're not to be like you know a novice would be somebody that's not skilled in the word, like a, a babe in Christ, somebody like that. Not not to say that all of us weren't babes in Christ at one time, but I mean, then you get to where you 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 go off the milk and you go on a strong meat. Trump is acting like a novice. His 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 actions, especially since that beyond insane meeting with Feinstein on the gun control issue, he's acting like he's got the IQ of 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 like um. Like a mentally retarded person. And not, nothing against mentally retarded people. I'm just saying, he's not acting even remotely smart on a lot of these issues. Some issues he still is. But some of them, it's almost like, dude, where's your brain? Come on! What is wrong with you? Um, you've got all these reports that are just breaking. Warning, it's officially time to prepare for World War III. Uh, World on the brink of... of World on the brink. Russia threatens the gravest consequences of U.S. acts in Syria. These are all reports that just came out today. Okay, now I'm going to go ahead and um, also play this. It's called All Evidence Points Towards False Flag in Syria. Now, this is Alex Jones, and again, I'm not advocating Alex Jones, I'm not endorsing him or whatever, but what he's saying here... Listen, about five minutes of this, and I I have to say it's absolutely confirmatory to what we're talking about, to what we're looking at here. And he brings up some points I didn't even bring up, okay, regarding this, regarding previous. This is so, I mean, this is so textbook. What they're doing over there, it's over. They're doing the same thing over. It's always these these chemical attacks, always by the ISIS rebels that we're actually funding and, and all this stuff. And so it's just total insanity here.
4: Folks, it's Alex Jones here in Austin, Texas, and I am reporting to you on the incredible chemical attack that took place in rebel-held area of Syria yesterday. It has every hallmark of a false flag. And why does it have every hallmark of a classic false flag? The Russians have announced they're pulling out a month ago. The United States announces it's going to pull out a week ago, President Trump— the globalists openly want to keep us there and the country into three parts. This is a big, big deal. So the motive is for the ISIS-Al Qaeda-affiliated rebels to want to stage a chemical attack against the civilian population as a pretext to then keep the United States and other powers in the area. Exactly. So the motive is there. The means is there. But more importantly, there's also the history... That's
0: That's wind you're hearing in the background. He's going to get out of the wind here soon.
4: There were not once, not twice, but three times the ISIS-Al Qaeda rebels have been caught in Syria over and over and over again staging chemical attacks where they got caught. Even the UN tested it and said it was Saudi Arabian nerve gas.
0: Again, that's what I've reported on in all these previous studies that you can access. So it's just not like this is the first time they tried to pull this. This is what they always do. So this is part of
4: this whole larger destabilization program that Obama and Hillary launched in the Middle East. So you have the history. You have them being caught before. You have Russia announcing they're pulling out. You have the U.S. announcing they're pulling out. You have the fact that Assad and the legitimate government, and by that, I mean, they didn't start the war. They didn't start the civil war. They didn't have the outside powers come in and divide the nation and kill close to a million people, and cause all the refugees and the collapsing into Europe and all of it. And so this is exactly what the rebels need. And remember Obama's red line that if there was a chemical attack, he'd go in. And then there were chemical attacks. But then the rebels got caught doing it, even firing the chemical mortars, screaming Allah Akbar, Mm -hmm. because they wanted the attention and wanted to be rock stars. They didn't know how to stage the attack and then not take credit for it. It's kind of got windy as soon as I went live, so I stepped in he's, the
0: woods. He's, there's, there's headlines coming up of previous things confirming, like, World Report-type headlines confirming what he's saying here. And, again, my reports also confirm that. He's, he's citing factual evidence that previously happened.
4: we not here hiking on the green belt. So that's what's going on. And this could cause a much wider war. Uh, Trump comes out and says we're going to pull out of Syria because we're going to follow our agreement with the Russians. Right which is a good thing because Russia came in at the behest of our own military five years ago to checkmate Obama and the globalists and McCain that were actually financing the rebels through Fast and Furious, through Mexico, with the weapons that were then being shipped out there, Benghazi, all of it. This has all come out. And Obama and the globalists working with radical jihadists in Syria is what finally got our military and the patriots and our intelligence agencies to do the right thing. So when I say this is a false flag... Here's the biggest key part I forgot to tell you, not just the history, not just the motive, not just that the uh, rebels have been caught doing it before, Not you know, the fact that they've lost the war, why would Syria do this now, knowing you could bring Western powers back in, and it's meant to embarrass Trump and the Russians, and our own military has done the right thing. It's that the Russians tweeted and wrote news articles three months ago saying, we have confirmed evidence that the rebels are preparing to launch a false flag chemical attack to try to restart the civil war and to try to keep the United States and others in the country. Right. And so the Russians brought out the intel that that was the case, which
0: is what they do every time. And we're the ones again, not I don't mean my listeners, I mean <laughs> the the deep dark elements, nefarious elements of the global cabal, the deep state of the United States, the the the, the synagogue of Satan, the the Anglo, that whole axis. They're the ones that are behind Well, then you have a lot of other players that we mentioned earlier as well. Uh, they're the ones behind it.
4: And, and it's not just we just believe the Russians. The Rebels have been caught three times in doing it. And the Rebels are outside forces, well, hobbyists that have come into the country and done this. You know, I'm out here in Austin about to get on a, and about to fly to D.C., and it's just so beautiful live here in a country where it's relatively peaceful compared to places like syria or other areas and to see the leftists and the globalists trying to destabilize our country and trying to destabilize other western nations to make it more easily controllable it's just insane a lot of people ask is this your yard uh no i hike on the green belt there's a spot that comes out on barton creek and they've had this golf course closed for a year and a half to redo it and it's like insanely beautiful I know I'm not a member here. <laughs> I'm just out here enjoying myself, uh, walking around out here on the golf course. It's awesome. We got to hike about a half mile to then come up here and do this. All
0: right. Well, that I guess he's just going to talk about that now. Well, anyway, that that'll give you an idea there. Just more confirmation. Uh, a lot of stuff going on right now with this. So uh, now we'll go to the next video. Okay, so here is the next video, and we're going to segue back to what we were talking before about uh, basically shutting down our, our First Amendment, but really it's in conjunction with chipping away and taking the Second Amendment as well. This is entitled, YouTube Plans Announces Plans to Kill the First and Second Amendments.
4: If you're a history buff like I am, just because it's so interesting... You know we're living in one of the most historical times in human experience. This is it. They're coming after the first. They're coming after the second. They're coming after our sovereignty. And they were supposed to totally take the country over this year, the globalists, with Chinese communists backing it. And then there's Trump and all these other nationalists popping up all over the world. Like I said, from Brazil, with a super patriot, wants a Second Amendment down there, 20 points ahead, all the other candidates. Second Amendment guy saying he wants to model it after our Declaration of Independence. You've got that happening in Eastern Europe. It's just everywhere. Russia's cutting taxes. We're starting to uh, pull back its gun laws. It's crazy. But then here comes Soros and the globalist, And they banned our next guest, Tim Harmson, the Military Arms Channel, three weeks ago during our ban and then just knocked his, 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 his channel down. We'll get the latest. But now they've banned Spikes Tactical and hundreds and hundreds of others saying, you can't show guns, you can't promote guns. But Hollywood and Twitch and, and all these big things can show senseless violence, murder, death. I'm not calling for their censorship. The point is, Hollywood wants to have its cake and eat it too, where we don't show violence, we don't show death, we don't even show stuff improperly, but we're getting banned, but they can't.
0: I mean, they're they're coming after Jones, and regardless of how you feel about Alex Jones, and I, I know I've given a lot of warnings on him in times past. You know, if they take him down, it's going to most likely be like the domino effect. And if they can get him, uh, probably he's considered the the largest purveyor of alternative news in the world. And regardless of how you feel, they are going after him. There is no doubt about that. And he's having some big. Oh. Uh, He's rented out the uh, National Press Club, their largest room there and they're going to be making all these big announcements come Tuesday regarding uh, they, they're, they're, they're being sued out of their minds because this is another tactic that the left is using. It's just they're just trying to wear the alternative media down. They're trying to demonize them, wear them down. They're trying to get them to, to expend all of their efforts and resources. They're trying to tie us up essentially and the big bo- they're going after the big boys first because they know if the big boys go down the the little guys um you know below them which don't have deep pockets like alex jones will just be the next dominoes to most likely fall so th- this this has a huge bearing on any kind of 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 um, truth ministry that's putting truth out and i mean that from a christian particular sense because they they would eventually obviously come after them as well
4: YouTube right now has taken up of a million dollars, it's being reported, of money from the remake of Death Wish, which I think has a good message overall. And I like Bruce Willis. He's a listener. He's a patriot. I'm not for censoring him and his movie. But Hollywood promotes stuff just randomly killing cops, you name it. They got shows on Netflix celebrating the Unabomber right now. Am I saying censor that? No. But don't take my rights. This is First Amendment full-on assault. But mainstream media won't admit that. Then they misrepresent what we're saying in the news when they talk about the ban. We'll talk to Tim for the rest of the hour here in a moment. And then we've got the folks from Spikes Tactical that happens to be a sponsor on. And YouTube told everybody, you don't show them, you don't show guns, or you're banned. Look, let me just put it to you this way. YouTube bans firearms demos. That's Bloomberg. And it lists the Military Arms Channel. It, 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 it lists Spikes Tactical. They're coming up. All this is going on. And they say, oh, it's just a policy change. No big deal. We do them all the time. Not where you say a whole class of people showing firearms is banned, even if you're not selling them, and then you let everybody else have guns and weapons if they're liberals and have Antifa hitting people in the head mm-hmm. with bike locks and Antifa walking around with semi-automatic rifles, not letting people demonstrate in Austin. So, Tim, Harmson joins us for Military Arms Channel. Um, I know the site's been up and down to give us the status. I know Spikes is gone. They admit they took it down. This is the greatest attack on the First Amendment and Second Amendment. Everything we're seeing right now that has happened in our history, in my view. So, Tim, what would you call this point we're at and what's the current status of your channel? It was taken down a few weeks ago. Uh, I know thousands of channels were. A lot of them went back up, but the new purge is here. What do you think the tactic is? Just wearing us out?
2: Yeah. So first of all, my channel is is back up, <clears throat> but YouTube has rolled out or made a public announcement that in 30 days they're going to implement new policies, and these new policies outline a number of different things that are somewhat ambiguous, and none of us are really sure what it means. But one of the first people to fall victim to this uh, is is your next guest, which is Spike's Tactical. Uh, you know, they had their 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 channel unceremoniously disabled. And they don't even give a reason why. And that's happening across the firearm space in the YouTube community. So um, now they've, they've they've never really had published guidelines for what firearms channels can and cannot do. So now they've, they've published these, these policies, which take effect in 30 days, less than 30 days now, since it was a couple of days ago when this uh, actually broke. But what we're looking at, um, we don't really know. Because when we seek clarification from YouTube, we get a bunch of you know half answers, and we'll. This shouldn't be a problem. This shouldn't be an issue, but we can't get a solid answer. But then you so what read what it; it's anything is,
4: that promotes gun sales, even if you're not selling it. So it's totally selectively enforced.
2: Exactly. So it's 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 open ended. It's 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 like the Gun Control Act of 1968 and the sporting purposes clause. It's open ended for interpretation down the road, and it's just like a catch all. If they don't like you, uh, they don't like what you're saying, uh, like Spikes Tactical they can just cite these these policies and unplug you uh, because they are so ambiguous. And so it, do I think that once these are implemented that all gun channels are going to be immediately turned off? I don't think that's the case. I think what they're doing is setting the stage for um, just gradually getting rid of Oh, I totally agree. It's it's
0: problems. It's it's total incrementalism, you know. And they like they banned Alex Jones's channel initially and then he had to come out with one, it was called InfoWars Censored, and then his channel popped back up. But they're doing this because they're gauging public reaction, they're beta testing, and it's incrementalism. Just like all these these gun legislations that are that are they're trying to enact. It's just chipping and chipping and chipping away. And again, I don't really see Trump doing a whole lot to to go against any of this stuff, you know? So until I see Trump actually Defending really rapidly, defending our first and second amendment rights, and actually doing things like not pulling us into a, a World War III in Syria. I'm just assuming that he's he's on you know he's on the other team at this point, um, the the bad guy team is what I mean. So
2: old war, it is. It's a cultural Cold War, and, and and here here's it's it's really multifaceted, and it goes beyond YouTube. I don't know if you caught the news, but Reddit just recently did a purge of their own channels, uh, or or, or sub forums. <clears throat> they they made a big public announcement yesterday, and so they got rid of the sub channels: gun deals, guns for sale, brass swap, gun it forward, and secret sniper. All very popular discussion forums within Reddit, all wiped out. New policy. You can't talk about guns. You can't talk about the sale of firearms. And think about that.
4: Think about saying you can't show guns, talk about guns. They're trying to kill Second Amendment free speech.
2: They're they're trying to kill free speech, and and they're they're trying to um, curtail a perfectly legal activity. It is not illegal for me under U.S. law for me to come to your house and sell you a rifle. I can gift you a rifle for a Christmas present. I do it in my own family. But what they're saying, these online media giants are saying is, well, if you do that or talk about it, we're not going to allow that. So even though it's legal under U.S. law, under their policies, they're going to say, well, you can't do that. We don't. We no longer accept that. So All right, we'll what be does
4: right back. say right there. We're going to come back and talk about how we counter this because that's where this is going. Just like a Nazi Germany or any other authoritarian regime, they first cut off your commerce. But it's beyond that. They're just banning sites that show guns. All right, we've got big breaking news from one of our sources, Inside Citibank. This is an exclusive. We'll have an article up in the next 30 minutes to Infowars.com. This is from, uh, folks, Inside Citibank. You heard um, about a month ago, the left called for big banks to ban the NRA having credit cards. And the NRA being able to process credit cards, not for gun sales, but for baseball caps, NRA events, T-shirts, paraphernalia, you know, swag, Basically, you know, NRA fan gear. And they said, well, that's tortious interference, that's racketeering, that's discrimination, we can't do that. Well, they're putting the camel's nose under the tent flap. For TV viewers, I'll show you a document cam shot of this. This is on the heels now uh, of all that's going on with uh, YouTube uh, banning anybody they don't like showing guns and selectively enforcing it because that's what it does. And that's how they'll, they'll get this through. This is uh, from the head of Citibank, Mike Corbett, uh, to the employees. And they say anybody that sells to someone under 21, even though it's legal, any gun shop, any company, anybody... So that's what the Democrats want by fiat through the companies. For anybody that sells bump stocks and it gets vague, you know, semi-auto, you name it. We will not let this company do business with us. We will block them. So this is a set the precedent. And he says, you know, I know it's too extreme for some, not extreme enough for others here at the bottom, but we're trying to do our
0: part. Now, From what I, I believe I reported and heard, that they had a pretty massive exodus away from their... Uh, credit cards and people using them. And, and I would always, this is the thing, is, is is vote with your dollars. You know, as much as praying about it, as much as contacting Trump and other people, senators, governors, whatever, whatever the applicable thing may be, um, you know, do whatever you can do along those lines. So they want to
4: start the precedent here
0: of putting us into these digital... Get
4: digital. Us. Warrens, these uh, digital ghettos, before they put us in the digital camps. And that's what it is. So going back uh, to the gentleman that we are uh, interviewing, Tim Harmsman of the Military Arms Channel, I know what they're doing, banning our channels, bringing them back three times in one week, restricting them, taking yours down for a few weeks, bringing it back, banning thousands of others that never came back, like natural news. They're just doing so much of it, people get sick of hearing about it. And they rally and get upset, and then it comes back. And then they take it away, and then it doesn't come back. And our live streaming still blocked on YouTube on our main channel. Even though the strikes were taken down. So... It's, it's just wearing us out. It's just getting us used to it. But if we stay aware and involved that President Trump speaks out, if class action suits are filed for discrimination, I think we can back them off. But what do you make of the Citibank announcement? And then what do, else do you want to say about this and what you think people should do to counter this, this attack on the Second and the First Amendment?
2: First of all, the Citibank thing comes as no surprise. I mean, that started in the Obama era, where he was urging banks just not do business with gun stores. I also happen to own a gun store. Um, And it's very hard to get a bank to even accept our business, which is just asinine. We sell a constitutionally protected item, and they don't want to do business with us. And that that was an Obama-era thing. Uh, Now seeing banks like Citibank and stuff like that coming out with these policies, sadly, it's not surprising. Um, but we, we have to fight back. One of the things that we're doing in the firearms community, uh, four or five years ago, I saw this coming. This isn't really new. They've been harassing us for years, striking our channels, um, doing all sorts of stuff. They've been probing, our videos.
4: They've been probing. But, but, but this is a yeah. big assault.
2: It is. And what we've done is we've gone out and we've built an alternative called full30.com. And now if you go and look at that, you'll see all the channels that are threatened right now are, are posting over there. And that's what we've had to do to protect ourselves. Which is
0: what I've been saying. This, it was full30.com. It's, you're going to have to go to another platform. You're, you're. I mean, it's a big reason why, honestly, I was so relieved to get off Sermon Audio. Because they were so big brother and I knew my day was coming there. So much so that um, me and a listener, and it was the listener, Tim, had started already putting up the ContendingForTruth.com website. And this was back in, I don't know, when I got kicked off, which was, I don't know, 2008, 2009, around there. Even though I was one of their top guys on Sermon Audio, out of like 7,000 people, I mean, I I don't take any credit for it. I mean, I had no cemetery training, no nothing, and, and praise the Lord Jesus Christ, I was able to... I was, I was putting out a... I don't know if you want to call it a product. The type of stuff I was doing, which is kind of what I'm doing now, there was really nobody up there doing. So I was fulfilling that type of watchman niche that there was a lot of other just overt preachers out there that were good preachers, but there wasn't really anybody doing what I was doing. And I think that's one of the reasons I was really popular when i was up there um i got kicked off but we had already started thank god the continue for com website and we were able to segue over to that and you know i think we had it up in like a week had we not started that and had to start from scratch it would have been a real mess it was a mess but you know especially after they said you know we won't kick you off i told them i was going to do a response to uh um uh, another ministry that was attacking me and um, told him exactly what I was going to do. The attacks were total lies. And I came out with my audio that was totally documented, totally verifiable, where I had multiple eyewitness accounts and he still kicked me off, the owner of Sermon Audio. They were looking for a reason to kick me off. Even He totally lied and went back on his word. The owner of Sermon Audio kicked me off. His word meant nothing, just looking for an excuse. He, and I told him up front what I was going to do couldn't have been a more above board so i have been very very leery of any of the, these types of platforms ever since then and that's why i have you know sermon audio or sermon audio contending and i never wanted to be dependent upon something like youtube now there's a lot of my listeners that repost my teachings on youtube and that's good but they don't get you know if you're not up there if you're not a face talking you don't tend to get near as many views as you would if you're a literal face up there talking. I would get a lot more views had I But I just don't have the time to do that type of... I mean, if that was my whole ministry, okay, that's one thing. But I can't do what I'm doing right now and do the YouTube thing. And, you know, looking at what's going on, you know, it's just confirming to me why I never did it because, I mean... (laughs) I look at what they're running into, and I knew it was an inevitability that this was going to happen eventually.
2: So when YouTube inevitably pulls our plug, which they will, they're just taking baby steps in that direction. We have some place to go. But the ultimate goal, Alex, as you know, is to silence us because these corporate giants like Facebook and YouTube, they have a political agenda, and they'll tell you they don't. They, they say, oh, no, 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 it's it's not a political... They sp- want to
0: round us up into our ghettos, which is where we're going to be these alternative platforms now. And then eventually they're going to come after the ghettos. You know? Um, just like I was watching a... Oh, it's like a show from like the 70s it, it, that they had played on. And it, it was about the was- the Warsaw ghetto and the Jews. Okay? And... Um, initially, they rounded up the Jews and put them in these, these big like walled off cities within a city where the jews could do their business and live and this type and, and it was unbelievably overcrowded and the rations were horrible and then what they eventually started doing is they started decreasing the rations i mean if you bumped into one of the nazi guards they'd shoot you right on site. um they took away more and more rights they got more and more draconian because their ultimate goal was the extermination all along but they couldn't start out that way you know they couldn't start out so overtly that way because you know there were like geneva convention things and in um the red cross wanted to know what was going on so they would do these fake photo ops and stuff where they would show everybody in in, in like this particular uh jewish enclave in warsaw poland where they were all all like sitting at this cafe and everybody's dressed nice and they were eating all this food and the reality is there was no food to eat and that was a pure absolute photo op and th- it's very similar to what they're doing now with the internet. Eventually what they ended up doing is they finally started saying, Well, it's too overcrowded in here. We gotta start shipping you out. So they started shipping out six thousand Jews per day from just this from just the Warsaw alone. The Jewish ghetto there to Treblinka. Right down the old trade tracks. And they said, Oh no, we're shipping them days away to the Ukraine. The reality is though one of the guys was was looking at one of the trains and he says, That's the same number that just Left this morning because they have numbers on the side of the boxcars. Says that's the same number. They're not going to Ukraine. They're they're going like you know ten miles down the tracks and coming back. Well, they're dropping them off in Treblinka, which were absolute overt death camps. And in in, the, in that particular case, there's that there's that one documentary um, that they the one guy had recommended. I was listening to the other night, Escape from Sobibor, which was another. Uh, there were I think three. German death camps in Poland in Sobibor was the one in the middle and it's the only one where they actually ever had a major escape of the prisoners there. And what they would do there is and I'm assuming this is exactly what they were doing at Treblinka, they bring you in you would get off the train, you herd it on like cattle you get off, you have your suitcases or whatever they'd say leave the suitcases there women and children over here Are there any women that are seamstresses, seamstresses? Are there any women that are, um, are any of you, can any of you, um, are shoemakers? Are any of you, like, electricians, carpenters? Somebody that had a skill, okay? They would be pulled out. They would be the ones that were permitted to live under slave labor type conditions. The women and the children and the elderly were, that didn't have any skills, and the elderly didn't matter, um, the women and the children if the woman had a skill it did matter but if she didn't the women the children any boy under age 14 children and the elderly they were all literally said we're going to take you to your nice we're going to give you a nice hot shower which was a separate camp from the actual concentration camp and they bring them in there and they would strip them down naked and, and herded them right into the gas chambers where they were supposedly going to get a nice shower. And you could hear the screams coming from in there while they had a line of naked Jewish women, children, elderly outside. Because most, like the men, they could use them for manual labor. So not as many of the men died, um, at least initially. Okay, And they just herded them in there, gassed them. They had Jewish... Um, uh, People that were there, that like the the guys, a lot of the, and they were. But the thing is, is they were not allowed to commingle with the rest of the of the population in the other part of the camp, because they didn't want the word spreading what was actually going on in this part of the camp. And there were there were German men that were there that were waiting outside with carts. They would go in there, get all the bodies like cattle, take them to a mass grave, or take them in and burn them all. I think burning was one of the main ways they were trying to get rid of the bodies as well. Mass graves, burning, and these types of things. They were trying to save bullets because they were they were being used in war. So the gas chambers they felt like, which was um, Zyklon B, um, which was made by IG Farben, which went into the um, which was the main monetary force behind Hitler, and and afterward they split into three distinct companies: um, BASF. Um, tdk and uh, bear is of the bear aspirin fame to try to you know make their image more palatable they were the ones ig Farben was the ones that were supplying them the zyklon b nerve gas that killed these people and that was what was going on so most of the time the majority of people that got off the trains on that daily visit they were dead within hours they were just dead gone by And then the people that were left, the few women and the men that were, that were able to work, they were, they were brought into the, um, uh, into the slave camps and worked to death, you know? So, but that's what was going on with, with Treblinka. And... So eventually, it's, it's, it reminds me of this because it's just like they take away more and more and more of your rights. They chip and chip and chip away. They make you all these promises that are all total lies. And then eventually what they really want to get you to do is is, is get you to, to Treblinka so they can kill you. You know, And unfortunately, this taking away our First and Second, Second Amendment rights, ultimately this is where it all starts. This is all where... That journey that I just described starts because they did, they did the same thing with the Jews in Nazi Germany. It was at first it was just, oh, OK, a little bit of demonization of our race. You know, Hitler, Hitler was one of the main propaganda platforms he ran on and stuff like that. And then when the stock market crashed, then Hitler had made some kind of prophetic thing before that, that, that we were going to have another stock market crash. They viewed him as a prophet at that point. Goebbels was there to push out the propaganda. And then the demonization of the Jews was already going on. And so since they thought, thought Hitler was like this prof, prophetical type uh, person, they started believing the other his other propaganda about the Jews. And then eventually, you know, started out where, you know, just a little bit of demonization here or there, just like we're going through right now. And then it ended up where they were totally... To the point where, you know, they're taking them to the gas chambers. And that's exactly what they would do to anybody that's against their message. Ultimately, that is the goal with all this. And this is why I'm fighting it so hard. Because I, I I understand, I could see the end game of all of this. Where this all ends up. It's just not about, oh, I'm freaking out about First and Second Amendment rights. I know where it ends up. We've seen historical proof of where this all leads. And it is it is the worst place possible. I mean, if you're saved, hey, absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. Okay? You know, um, to live is Christ and to die is gain. I I, I understand that, okay? Uh, But death, evil, I mean, the the devil comes to kill, steal, and destroy. This is all the devil's game plan, and that's why I'm here to expose it.
2: We don't have a political agenda, agenda, and we both have that. But it's in all the
4: WikiLeaks. They're total globalists.
2: Exactly. I mean, look what look what YouTube did. They hired ten thousand moderators yes. from the Southern Poverty Law Center. Alex, you and I both know that's a radical, far left group that has a political agenda. It's a foreign. And it's a foreign I'll, intelligence agency. Right. Uh, that may well be a, the true as well. Yeah, you've I, got
0: all these liberal devil gatekeepers that are now becoming in charge of you know, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Department of Homeland Security. Every liberal devil on the planet, they're going to have in charge of these these things that are policing anybody they would be they would consider on the right, pro-life, pro-Christian, pro-gun, pro-returning veteran, pro-righteousness, pro-constitution, pro-Bill of Rights. Anybody like that needs to be policed into oblivion, and then ultimately the death camps would be there if they got their druthers. That's where they would have us all end up.
2: I do know that they're a far-left political activist group, and they've tasked them with moderating our channels. And that's why we're seeing a account- just
0: like Just like what I, the, my report I did last week on, on South Africa. Um, and I had a lot of people thank me for that. I thought I was going to get just like tons and tons. I got a little bit of negative feedback, but most of the people thanked me for doing it. Because it's a subject that needed to be covered. But what do... And again, I'm not, I'm not demonizing all blacks, I'm saying what does the majority of the blacks in South Africa, what have they been brainwashed into believing that if we can just get rid of the whites here, that we're going to have some utopian-like, wonderful, it's just they're the source of all evil, they're the reasons our life is miserable, these people wouldn't take responsibility for nothing. Okay. Now, I'm not saying that there's people that aren't disadvantaged and haven't been kicked down and, 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 and put in the wrong position, but these, a lot of people, they just want to throw the blame game. They want to blame the white the white people, the ones producing the food, Okay. the farms, they're going to go into massive famine if they kill all the white farmers. I'm sure that's already happening to a certain extent, but yet they're being, they're so brainwashed in the condition to believe if we could just get rid of the white people. Our lives are going to be just grand utopia. This is exactly what these people that are coming after our first and second amendment rights believe about... All those, that classification of people I just mentioned, they would would broad brush as the right, okay? They believe that they can just get rid of us and get rid of our voices. Their lives will finally be the utopian, communistic, socialistic, fascistic uh, nirvana that they've always satanically dreamed about. This is how evil and demon-possessed to the toenails that humanity is becoming collectively unfortunately now i'm not saying all but i'm saying a lot of people i mean let's face it most of the people are going to take the mark of the beast most of the people are going to gladly and willingly take the mark of the beast it's only gonna be a remnant that refuses it so are a lot of those people on planet earth right now i would have to venture to say yes i don't think the mark of the beast is 30 years off i don't i just we got everything we need right now to, to implement we got all the technology we need We've got the, the stage is being set for World War III, especially now that Trump put these war hawks in. They're coming after our Second and First Amendment rights. That always precedes mass extermination of the population wherever it happens. Just look at Hitler, Stalin, Pol Pot, Mao Zedong. You know, you name it. You take away, especially the Second Amendment, you take away the guns, it always precedes mass extermination. The government comes in and does whatever it wants because nobody can defend themselves. So we're unfortunately from... What I'm seeing, we're right. We could potentially be right on the cusp of that.
2: Strike after account strike. And all we have to do is accumulate three of them. You know, this is a YouTuber, three account strikes and we're out. Our channel's gone. And with 10,000 Southern poverty Law center moderators sitting out there going through our content (laughs) and interpreting these vague policies
0: themselves with no direction, we're going to get account strikes very quickly. And And I I don't see Trump doing anything to, to block. I mean, this is his base. It's like he's not doing anything to give his base a voice. He's just sitting back from what I'm seeing and doing nothing about any of this. Yeah, you can say, oh, well, he's doing great things on the border. Great, but, you know, if the border's nice and secure and we're in World War Three, and our First and Second Amendment rights are gone, the border's not going to be anything you're even going to be thinking about at that point.
2: A lot of channels are just simply going to get deleted through that process. And YouTube's going to say, well, it wasn't really our fault. Our moderators made a mistake. They, didn't, they misinterpreted. Sorry, everybody. But the end game is, is that you and I both know, Alex, whoever controls the media controls the minds of the people. And so when Facebook and YouTube, which are the new newspapers from the 1700s, These new social giants, when they can control our message and they can shut us up, they can now influence elections, and they can push their political agenda simply by squashing us in search results or silencing us by claiming we violated some nonsensical policy. It's all one big plan, I believe, to ultimately control the new digital media, the Internet, and make sure that their socialist empire is secure because they control the airwaves. Right. That's
4: right. And top historians and others have come out and said if – If we don't do something about trust-busting and making these companies stop through Congress and and other areas, they're already censoring in Europe. Top historians have said Silicon Valley will decide future election winners unless conservatives do something. This is the new town hall. This is the new digital square. And and, and, uh, they advertise themselves as utilities. And they're saying gun owners, conservatives, libertarians, white people, you name it, don't have access to that lunch counter.
2: Right. They want to silence us. And you're absolutely right. Uh, and, and I do think it is because they do want to influence elections in the future. And it, it's not going to stop. It's not going to go away. And it, it, here's the problem is YouTube and Facebook are monopolies in every sense of the definition. They truly are. Because if YouTube kicks you off, you have, if, aside from like what we've built on full 30, most people don't have a fallback plan. When YouTube kicks you off and if that's how you make a living, you're done. They've, they've effectively silenced it's you. a digital
4: ghetto and, and, and as matt drudge said here in studio two years ago two and a half years ago now tom flies an exclusive interview he was told by supreme court justice that they were told it's coming next year but we derailed it for a while so we're fighting back they didn't get their full plan so everybody has to create their own website their own platform even if it's very simple yep. but then reach into the bigger platforms to draw people into it uh but because that's a fallback but they admit they're coming after our sub-sites next, just like they're trying to kick us off our bank accounts.
2: Yes, you're absolutely right. I mean, it's, it's a non-ending war. And every time we, we... See, a
0: lot of these people, they were like totally dependent upon YouTube for all their their revenue. But a big reason I didn't want to do that, another one, is because if I'm dependent upon some set of sponsors, then I say something they don't like. And they come to me and they say, "Well, we're pulling our sponsorship. I don't want that kind of, uh, I don't want that kind of uh, pressure on me, you know, to keep my mouth shut about certain issues because it might offend my sponsor." And that's a big reason I never went that route. You know, I, 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 re- I have relied purely on my listeners and the nutrient sales. Increasingly more so, uh, and again, if you, if you buy from us, then you know you're supporting the ministry. But I've I've relied on that for years, honestly, for these very reasons that are happening right now. Because I knew, I knew this day was coming, and I think I would have been kicked off a lot sooner off YouTube had I went up there and actually done videos where you're seeing me and I'm getting higher view view counts as a result of that. Um, Because my message is really, really, really super radical, even compared to a lot of the extreme people in the alternative media. Um, They would not probably, I would have probably got kicked off years ago, I think.
2: They move, and we make a counter move. They move against us again. It's not going to simply go away, and it's a cultural war. It's one that's being fought in the digital space, and it's one that's being fought in the schools. We have the schools programming our children, and now we have these large corporate giants like YouTube and Facebook programming the rest of us simply because they're controlling the flow of information.
4: The left claims they're the little ragtag guys. No, they're the Death Star. We're the X-Wings. They're the ones worldwide taking people's freedom with slave camps, slave labor in China, The Apple owns. These are horrible people. So America has to represent you know, the truth here, get it out. And, but what does Trump and Congress need to do? I mean, it's time, just like he took action against China today, it's time to take action against these tech giants.
2: Yeah, I mean, I'm not, a, not, not an attorney, but in my opinion, like I said, I truly believe that YouTube and Facebook are, are monopolies. They, ha- they simply have no viable competitor. They advertise the themselves under size. federal
4: law, brother, that, 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 that Obama signed that they are
2: utilities and that they are monopolies. You wow. are correct. Yep. I mean, if they're admitting it, then why isn't it being deregulated? Why, I mean, I'm sorry, why aren't they regulating and breaking them up like they did AT&T 30 years ago, right? Because, I don't know, I wish you knew the answer. But they most certainly are monopolies, and they most certainly are public utilities, in my opinion.
4: And you're right, and they've said that. But imagine if you were on the old Bell Telecom; they just had a monopoly of, of you know control and charge too much. Then that was bad enough. This is a monopoly where you're on the phone. They don't like what you say. The internet's the same thing as a phone, and they cut in and block you, or they cut in and change it.
2: I mean, and they're monitoring what you say in live time. And, and, and to that point, Alex, this is this really happened. Hank Strange, another gun channel, was having a live stream broadcast where he was talking about uh, the politics of firearms. And midstream, midstream, they cut him off. YouTube cut him off, struck his account, and silenced him right in the middle no, of the uh, stream. Uh,
4: sir, I know that they give us warnings, and so does Facebook. We saw your live stream during the—we cut it because you, you used the wrong T-word. I'm not kidding. We'll see transsexual, not the other one. It's live time algorithm listening to everything you say. It's a computer AI already censoring the American people.
2: Yep. That we have the AI doing it and we have 10,000 Southern poverty law center moderators pushing a political agenda. I was
0: going to say, well, they, they... And that's just one platform That's not Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, what the government's doing on its own, what all they're doing on this, the, the states are doing it with their own legislation. I mean, it's, it's coming at us from a thousand different fronts. They program the algorithm.
2: Yeah, well, they most certainly do. And their AI is intelligence. And so they they it, it's learning. And they always boast about that. Oh, well, our AI is learning. Give it some time. Well, every time they give it time to learn, it further restricts us. It, right. We get more account strikes. So the AI is certainly learning. It's learning to discriminate against our content. Wow. That's, I mean, absolutely. And remember
4: two months ago, they were talking about Paul Watson of Infowars at the top story on Twitter. They're talking to the executives of Google, Facebook, and and, and, and Twitter. I don't know, yeah, yeah. And they're sitting there, and they go, Infowars at the top story at lunch. Well, we took it down, sir, don't worry. They go, yeah, it's fake news. They claim a Muslim ran people over in New York. And it was all true. They were monitored. And he said, sir, don't worry. The next few months, our algorithm AI is ready. We'll stop them. We're a few months later. Here it is. We'll be back. With the Military Arms Channel head. All right, sometimes people all over the Internet get mad at me for interrupting a lot. It's just a guy saying, I don't know this, I don't know that, and I'm jumping in on him. The viewers all love Tim Harmson. I like his channel. I've seen it as well. A lot of my crew like him. But the reason I've been successful is I'm not polished. I'm pissed off. And I'm frothing at the mouth here because this is an attack on the First Amendment. The Second Amendment, i want to invite Tim back later in the week you know, to do a longer interview with us. He's a really smart guy about all this. we got the folks from Spice Tactical joining us who've just been banned off YouTube, and they admit they banned them, saying they egregiously violated showing how to use firearms. Like, that's a bad thing. And I've got all the transcripts of it. Uh, But Tim, in the four or five minutes left, let me just give you the floor instead of me ranting. All I'm saying is we've got to get angry. We've got to get focused. This is real. This is happening. This is un-American. It's the EU admittedly pressuring YouTube and others to censor us. We were showing articles of that foreign unelected government run by the Nazi heir Juncker wants us shut up and says he's going to stop Trump. And the communist Chinese are involved. They've bought off our media. I'm not just saying this. This is the war we're in. This is the real fight for the country. Go ahead.
2: I absolutely agree, Alex, and I think one of our biggest enemies right now in all of this is apathy. A lot of gun owners falsely believe that the Republicans are going to save them. If they just sit back and trust the Republican representatives are going to save them, they are not. Many of these anti-gun bills, like Carbello's bill out of Florida, was authored. It was a bump stock ban bill, which is a false narrative, by the way. It's far more sweeping than just a bump stock. Sure, yep. But— the, they're trying to ban semi automatics, and, and Republicans are just as guilty as the Democrats in all of this, and people, gun owners, are apathetic. They're sitting back thinking that somebody else is going to fight this battle for them, and they're not. They need to get up off their rear ends and fight this battle by making phone calls, sending emails, and being politically active because they're going to wake up it's one. It's the
0: danger about having something, somebody like Trump in office who a lot of people just trust uh, because maybe he's done you know some good things in the past or whatever, and they just think, well, he's a good guy. He's got our best interests at heart. And, you know, listen, as far as I can see, he's playing for, for the other side now. You know, everything that I mean, I still keep seeing the stuff about, you know, and it's up to like 21,000 steel indictments now, and he's going to take down the whole Wicked Evil Cabal, yet he's doing what the Wicked Evil Cabal wants the, him to do, at least for sure, trying to get us into World War Three. He's putting people in his cabinet that are absolutely, totally have a history of working with, the satanic minions. I mean, they—they they are. Uh, so I'm looking more at the fruit. I'm looking more at what the actions are. I'm not looking at all the flowery stuff that I'm being told by a certain sect of alternative media that oh no, it, it, help is on the way. You know, um, he's gonna take this whole evil wicked cabal down. There's gonna be mass arrest. Hey, I hope that happens. I really do. But I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, why then is he doing? All of this overtly wicked, evil stuff and going along with the New World Order agenda and trying to get us into World War III and, and, and really doing nothing regarding all these First and Second Amendment issues where they're coming at, at us uh, you know, from every angle you can possibly imagine. Why isn't he doing more to push back? He's doing nothing. He's, If anything, he's, he's going right along with it. His silence is complicity almost at this point. I mean, there's so many things they're doing. I don't see them tweeting about any of that i don't i don't see him really saying a whole lot yeah he said something about they'll never take the second amendment talks cheap what is whatever that before before you were Dianne feinstein saying yeah take the guns first and then and then we'll we'll go through due process later which is exactly what they're doing right now and i'm going to prove that they're already doing that in a lot of these states they're taking the guns first and then they're and then they're going through some dog and pony show afterward so you know Until I see him do another 180, and I'm not saying he was perfect before, I'm going to just assume he is on Satan's team and he is doing Satan's bidding because that is what I'm seeing for. You could say, yeah, but look at what he's doing on the border. Fine, but that doesn't make up for the other bad stuff that's going on right now. World War III is kind of a big issue. Our First and Second Amendment rights are kind of a big issue morning, and their
2: semi-automatic rifles are going to be gone, and they're going to say, well, how'd this happen? I didn't see it coming. That's because you're asleep and not paying attention. That's right, and if you look at
4: everything they're doing, I mean, they're going after it all. They know we've woken up. The globalists are scared. This is their big move. Everybody needs to understand that.
2: And I agree, and and people definitely need to get up and and start making their voices heard. You have uh, Bloomberg, who is Uh, outspending— I don't know. It kind of went off audio. For an entire budget, for an entire year, for all 50 oh, states. In my little town of Valparaiso, Indiana, on Saturday, we have a March for Your Lives uh, protest that's going on that I'm helping to work with a counter-protest group that's going to support the Second Amendment. But good grief. I mean, they, they're they now fo- they're focusing less on federal legislation, and these anti-gunners are getting very successful and being very successful at the state level and at the city level. Well, that's the Bloomberg plan. That's the Bloomberg plan. It is it is and and they've they've shifted gears their tactics have shifted and we and our response hasn't shifted but look florida fell to an anti-gun bill that just a year ago most people would think would never pass in florida but they just passed a, a bump stock ban which they just recently announced that oh my gosh they may have inadvertently banned far far more than bump stocks it wasn't inadvertent it was totally by design and it just happened in the gunshine state and if it can happen there it can happen anywhere else and and let that's me add when this people have to get up and
4: fight Trump means well overall He's doing a great job. They slipped stuff in front of him. He thought it was on the teacher bill. We need to put pressure on him on the gun deal
2: or he could go sideways. Absolutely. We need to make all of our representatives know exactly where we stand, including the president of the United States.
0: And I Okay, so that's all we have for that one. Uh, it goes on for, I don't know, another seven minutes. Just a lot of good information that they just covered that needs to be kind of reiterated. Now, I hate to keep going back to this, but there's just more and more stuff breaking on the Syrian gas attack here. And again, I, I've always felt like this would be, for a long time, that this would be the linchpin for World War III. It's why I've talked about it so many times. This just is developing. This is out of the Associated Press. The latest, Syrian New Jersey Agency reports missile attack. And here they show these little poor little kids that are about dead that they're treated in the hospital from this uh, gas attack or whatever whether it's a photo op or whatever i don't know but this is um from beirut latest on syrian conflicts syria's state-run news news agency says the military's air defenses have confronted a missile attack on an air base in central syria and shot down eight missiles the report on Sana, which is i guess their agency news agency says the attack on the t4 Military air base in Holmes province is likely to be American aggression. However, U.S. officials tell the Associated Press that the U.S. has not launched airstrikes on Syria. You know, this, this could be literally Trump saying, no, I don't want to do anything yet. And some other part of the deep state saying, well, we don't care. We're going to go ahead and launch some missiles and get you into World War III because we know you'll be blamed on it to Trump. I don't know. I'm speculating, but um, I think if America did that, they're gonna they're gonna say they did it. They did the first time when Trump launched those 50 plus missiles uh, last year. The report uh, comes after. Okay, the Santa says the attack resulted in a number of casualties. So now there's people dead from from missiles that were fired. Uh, that they're saying is likely to be American aggression, but America's denying it. Oh, boy. Uh, Donald Trump has promised a big price to pay, quote, for the suspected chemical attack. Oh, boy. So the U.N. Security Council is planning to meet in an emergency session on Monday to discuss the suspected poison. I mean, they're the ones that are behind it. So we know that's going to be just a whole bunch of lies and stuff. Um, So they're going to meet on Monday. Opposition activists and local rescuers say at least 40 people died. International condemnation has followed. So there's all this pressure on Trump to act because they're going to blame it all on, on Assad, even though he had no reason whatsoever to do this. It would have been the stupidest thing on the planet, just like every other time I've talked about this. Um, so then McCain is saying that President um Donald Trump emboldened the Syrian government to commit a suspected suspected chemical attack on its people by signaling last week that the U.S. planned to withdraw its troops from the country. So, in other words, Satan, John McCain, okay, who's Satan's little helper, is now condemning Trump because he's saying, you shouldn't have ever, ever indicated you were going to pull our troops out of there. There's no reason to ever do that because we want to occupy that country. We want to dominate it. And, and now he's blaming the whole thing on Trump, this, this gas attack, because now he's emboldened the Syrian government to commit a suspected chemical attack on its people. Why would, why would that embolden the government? Everybody's going to be leaving, and they're going to all of a sudden attack their own people when everything's going good, just like last time. This exact same thing happened last time, and it made no sense whatsoever. And the Assad regime was the only one demonized by the, um, by the mainstream, lamestream press. Oh boy, I mean this, it makes, oh, uh, I i just pray God rain down this fury on this wickedness. This is so stinking wicked. Okay, let's listen to what, this is like a four minute video, what Paul Joseph Watson has to say about He also brings up a ton of good points about this.
5: So Trump announces he wants to pull U.S. troops out of Syria. The Pentagon tells him it's not going to happen. Those so the
0: this- Pentagon's dictating to Trump, no, no, we're your handlers. We're not going to pull out, you're not going to pull out anybody. We know you want to, but we're going to, we're going to, we're the ones dictating you what happens and we're going to ensure that you don't pull them out because we're going to stage this false flag, um, gas attack and you're going to buy whatever we're telling you. And then you're going to end up being the one that, you know, starts world war three for us is what I think their plan was. They want to be able to blame it on Trump ultimately.
5: The Syrian army and Russia are on the verge of defeating ISIS and jihadist rebels in the town of Douma. They launch a massive chemical weapons attack that brings global condemnation, inviting massive US airstrikes across the country. And we're just supposed to swallow this entire narrative without question. No, that's insane. Now let's get this clear. No one is denying that this attack happened and that people were killed. This is horrible. But why is Trump ignoring his own warning from 2013? Again, to our very foolish leader, do not attack Syria. If you do, many very bad things will happen and from that fight, the U.S.
0: That's what- that was his Trump. That was his tweet back in 2013. He was saying this to Obama to our very foolish leader do not attack Syria if you do many very bad things will happen and from that fight the US gets nothing well what's what's changed other than the fact that he's either drank the Kool-Aid and or um very easily manipulated which I guess would be drinking the Kool-Aid and being blackmailed um and maybe just overtly on their side you know at this point i don't know Maybe he's been bought off. Maybe he's been blackmailed. I don't know. But not good signs were seen.
5: Guess. Nothing. What changed between then and now? Exactly. Absolutely nothing. Amen. Apart from the fact that now ISIS was on the cusp of being eliminated. Which is why it makes absolutely no sense for the Russians or the Syrian government to be behind this attack. The jihadist rebel group had agreed to leave the area within 48 hours. (laughs) They'd lost the battle. So
0: they were going to leave in 48 hours. Just like last time, they were going to have some big breakthrough in 48 hours. And then all of a sudden, Assad launches a chemical attack on his own people. It's the last thing the guy would do. It's the exact same thing they did last time and I believe the time before that. Every time they're on the verge of winning, Assad and, and the Russians over there and driving out the radical Muslims, this happens every single time
5: percent of eastern Ghouta was already liberated. Why on earth would the Syrian army sabotage their own victory? And why does almost every chemical weapon attack happen when the Syrian army is about to close in on a rebel stronghold? And what's the evidence here? Unverified footage from the white helmets A group with direct Ah, links to the very jihadist groups that benefit from this chemical weapons attack. Are we really going to go to war again in the Middle East on the basis of that? With no investigation whatsoever on the basis of Ivanka's tears. Up until 2016 alone, ISIS had used chemical weapons at least 52 times. A rebel-held chemical weapons factory was discovered in the same region where this happened, just a few weeks ago. They found materials and plans for some of the very same chemical weapons used in this attack. And
0: we're the ones that trained, armed, you know, we are the ones that, that put ISIS there. Literally created them, helped them be created, our government, and the, and the, and the, and the nefarious elements of the deep state.
5: Russia warned last month that militants were preparing to falsify a government chemical attack against civilians. How do we know this wasn't a false flag, given that Islamist rebels have been responsible for staging chemical weapons attacks on numerous previous occasions? It took nearly a year for Secretary of Defense James Mattis to admit there was no evidence the syrian government was behind last year's chemical weapons attack the attack that prompted trump to order airstrikes against the shayrat airbase exactly. so why the rush to war with no it's w- a
0: miracle we weren't in world war Three then when trump launched all those missiles stupidly against them that was you know <laughs> oh my word
5: investigation of what happened. If President Obama had crossed his stated red line in the sand the Syrian disaster would have ended long ago. Animal Assad would have been history. Yeah and ISIS would be running the damn country. How is an attack on Syria going to resonate with Trump's base? Not very well if this polls anything to go by. After more than 20,000 votes 66% oppose intervention in Syria. Forget make America great again. This is Make America, ISIS's Air Force. I don't
0: think this is about his base anymore. If he's being controlled, if he's being blackmailed, or if he's just willingly going along with this, he's going to just do what, you know, he's being told by his handlers to do, evidently. I mean, blackmailing especially. Or if he thinks he's on some moral high horse and high ground, he thinks he's doing the right thing, even though back in 2013 he clearly saw this was the wrong thing, you know, then maybe he'll do it from that standpoint
5: it's completely deranged. This is the opposite of what Trump supporters voted for.
0: She wants
6: to fight for rebels. There's only one problem. You don't even know who the rebels are. I don't like
5: Assad at all, but Assad is killing ISIS. Russia is killing ISIS. This is the same lunatic foreign policy that Hillary Clinton would have followed if she had won the election. The base gets that, but most Republicans don't. After last year's airstrike, which again was based on flimsy or no evidence whatsoever, 84% of Republicans approved of it, and Trump's approval ratings went higher. Is Trump deliberately embroiling the U.S. in another war as a stunt to help the Republicans in the midterms? Just this week, a CNBC piece mentioned a conveniently timed war to do just... Oh,
0: Lord, if that's the case, that's just pure wickedness.
5: Is it worth it? Is it really worth it? We can only... Uh, Well,
0: no matter what, there's way, way more to it than just what he just said. Okay, obviously it's what we had talked about, the, the reasons for doing this. That would maybe just potentially be some kind of satanic side benefit, because it's, it's wicked. It's evil.
5: The cooler heads prevail, because a full-scale attack on Syria would only embolden and empower the very jihadist rebels Trump vowed to eliminate. It would be disastrous for the Middle East and for the thousands more U.S. troops fed into that interminable meat grinder, Mr. President. This is absurd. This is suicidal. This is reckless. This is not America first. This is the deep state winning.
0: Yep, absolutely. I got to play one more clip on this. This is uh, Congressman Kucinich. He's saying no evidence of Assad was behind the chemical attacks. And now, this is Fox News, which is supposedly like the more conservative one, but you can tell the guy is trying to. Oh, kind of debunk what Kucinich is saying. He's he's trying to be the, um, you know, he's trying to act like there's, you know, there's probably no merit to it is the feeling I'm getting from it. But I'm going to go ahead and roll this anyway
1: even used by the Assad regime in Syria last week former Ohio Congressman Dennis Kucinich met with Assad earlier this year has met with him multiple times and he says he is skeptical as well Congressman thank you very much for joining us this morning so you're skeptical you acknowledge that that chemicals were used in an, in, in Syria but you're skeptical that that Bashar al-Assad was the
6: one who unleashed them well I, I agree with uh, Representative Gabbard that we, we should have had an investigation here and then uh, made a determination as to who was responsible. By assuming that uh, Assad was responsible, we're ignoring evidence that was presented in the chemical attack uh, against Ghouta in 2013, where uh, a UN weapons inspector, an, a- uh, an MIT uh, scientist, and a scientist from Tesla Labs all concluded that that particular attack was launched from within rebel territories. So you've got to be careful about drawing conclusions. So comes- the other- are you alleging
1: then, then that the information that was released by the Trump administration, the flight patterns of, uh, of, the, of the Syrian jets and others from that base, that that's not true, that, that's, that they didn't
6: have any evidence? Well, you, keep this in mind. The flight patterns could have, been the, could have been correct, except suppose the gas was released on the ground. A- after the attack, see these are the kinds of things that an investigation would show. But have beyond, been shown? To but again, use- there's
0: no investigation. It's just jumping to conclusions. It's just knee-jerk reactions. Is all it is. There's no way an investigation could have been done on this. It's just knee-jerk reaction. Let's fire missiles at us. Let's get them into World War Three. It's, it's it's total insanity. Use gas in Syria? Yes. How, I mean, chemical attacks on the. Yes, the rebels, the, the, the ISIS rebels use, have used this nerve gas over and over and over again. And every time they do it, they blame it on Assad. Because nerve gas is the one thing you can't use in warfare, right? Okay. They, not since World War One were you able to use that. And so if they, it's the it's the word, and then it's always women and children getting hit with it. So then that even creates more, more moral outrage. You know, it's it's fine though for them to to slaughter a hundred thousand babies worldwide through all the abortion clinics worldwide, because that's what it is. That number um, is 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 accurate. If you take all the abortions that take place every day worldwide, it's over a hundred thousand babies. That's fine. That holocaust that's going on every single day is perfectly fine. But we're going to have all this selective moral outrage—not weird, but but these 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 devils. Um, that are pushing the deep state agenda are going to have all the selective moral outrage when something happens like this. We don't even know if those, those images are even real. And if they are, that's because the, the um, ISIS rebels were the ones that went in there and did it, and they have a history of doing it, and that's how they're keeping us over there. That's how they're keeping, you know, that conflict going. That's how they're keeping the American troops over there, the excuse they're using for it. scale of which Assad
1: has already been shown to use? Because you would acknowledge that Assad has used chemical weapons on his own people before, Correct. Uh, I would not acknowledge that. You I would, would not. So why, why was Russia told in 2013
6: to assist in making sure Assad? Removes okay, all it's this it's chemical different, It's different. It's one thing to have chemical weapons; another thing to use them. Russia was told that. You're 100 percent right. And in an interview that I did with Assad for Fox News, uh, Assad said that he was getting rid of these weapons. So here's the thing were they released on the ground, but beyond that, is
0: it in the interest of the but United... But again, it makes no sense for him to use them on his own people, especially when they're right on the verge of victory, and ISIS being totally defeated, Russia pulling out, America pulling out. No, we, the New World Order can't have that. It states, to an
6: effect, assist ISIS. We say we're against ISIS, but ISIS is, you know, is slaughtering Christians, Anybody who doesn't exactly. agree with your right. point of view, yep. we've, why are we helping ISIS? And also, Saudi Arabia, which the president met with, was responsible for 9-11. Saudis are players here. Well, are and, and why are we helping the people who helped uh, uh, bring about 9-11? I don't understand yeah, I some, got You're to asking that. some
1: fair questions about what the end game looks like. I don't think anyone right. could acknowledge that America willingly wants to help Al-Qaeda or ISIS. The Please, that's all Assad they do. Assad is a brutal dictator who has, we do have evidence, has gas Please, people, doesn't feel like we could be okay with him where he is. Do you see a solution where Russia could depose Assad, find an alternative, and Russia owns stabilizing that that country? Well,
6: well, there is no military solution. Russia... Uh, is needed to help bring about a political solution. And Mm -hmm. we have to keep in mind, if the U.S. forces regime change here, look at Iraq, look at Libya, look at the human effect. Over a million Iraqis died in that war already. We don't want to be responsible for inflaming a war, and we sure don't want to be responsible for putting ISIS and al-Qaeda in charge. Exactly. uh, Fair enough, but are we not already?
1: I don't don't want
0: to hear any more of that fork-tongued devil. So anyway, that's all I have for part um, two, and um, uh, we will go to part three next. God bless you.